0: Nope, no. Nope. Violence is the answer. We don't. We don't roll skill checks here. We roll attack rolls. Okay. <laughs> the true barbarian. Violence isn't the answer, Smoot. It's the question. The answer is yes. <laughs> How? How? We're not. We're not gonna talk about it.
1: We're supposed to be reconnoitering and mapping this place.
0: Oh, I'm sure you and Valen would like to reconnoiter. Let's keep moving on, then, kids.
1: Mr. Finnevere, did you feel something was weird there?
0: Uh, well, you know, it is smooth, so yes, but also yes, I kind of want to pet it. I... <laughs> can I? Can I roll like nature or survival? <laughs> Finn changes his mind. He needs a new shield. He goes over to Kelsey.
1: and welcome back to the Gate Chronicles. This is Chronicle 1, Chapter 56. Guess what, guys? It's another halfway episode, like a little over halfway to episode 100. I don't know if that's the end point or not, but, you know. Who knows? Maybe. Remember, we were supposed to be celebrating every time we we record. I'm
0: always celebrating. It is a party every time we record.
1: I know. (laughs) Congratulations, Norville. Um, So, I am Emily. I'm your Game Master host and also like the person who plays many voices on this this show in particular, this campaign. But you might also know me uh, from another campaign we have, Sorta Online Odd. You should go and check that out if you haven't done so already. But beside that, today I am joined by my two players who are sitting across from me, staring at me, bug-eyed and ready to go.
0: Like me. My name is Jaden and I play Finneverevere. 24-year-old professional Mooch, born in an unnamed town, raised in upstate Tava, seeking family and fortune from his travels.
1: Oh, I loved it. Can we keep that forever?
0: And I, Quentin, greatly appreciative for the finest form of flattery imitation because I, Quentin aunt play Charles Smoot, 57-year-old biology teacher, born and raised in upstate New York, befriender of bees and persecutor of plants, I am currently... Uh, mapping out his way and excited to explore what seems to be a somewhat modern town. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. If you're a befriender of bees, but you persecute plants, it's like the antithesis of being a friend of the bees. I need this on a shirt, though. Befriender... Hold on, I'm writing this down.
0: Befriender of bees and persecutor of plants. You just see, like, Charles Smoot petting a bee and then immediately running over and hacking up a flower. Friend of man, enemy of vegetable. Charles Smoot. Absolutely no. Does not like vegetables. More of a meat kind of guy.
1: Um, if you guys, if foundlings, if you enjoy this idea of having a shirt with Charles Smoot's face, where it says "befriender of bees, persecutor of plants," and he's like drawn there with uh, uh, the bee and a plant,
0: we have way too many shirt ideas. No, 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 no. no. You need to calm. I need down. you,
1: please comment. That you would like this to happen. I think
0: at the end of the year, maybe what we could do is we could host a poll Ooh. with a list of all of our shirt ideas that we've come up with through the year. And whichever one gets the most votes, we actually produce and could be purchased on our merch shop.
1: Mm, you know what? Hey, and if you have your own ideas that you've listened to the podcast, you can always submit them to us through our email info at com.
0: Or you can just go ahead and tag us in a social media post on Instagram or Twitter at Roll
1: Or you can go to our Discord and like message us directly because we're very easily accessible, like normal people. We are normal. Please understand. So let's get started. Where the party uh, started was at the uh, front end of the cavern, or the back end. You're not really exactly sure, but either way,
0: space is relative.
1: Space is relative, and you have been traveling through this. Giant underground cavern, mapping it out as part of your quest beset upon you by your guild and also by, more specifically, Eden, who called you a bunch of cowards if you ran away. But you've been traveling down here, slowly getting closer to whatever that strange rumbling sound is, uh, as Charles Smoot is enthusiastically in pursuit of it as he is always looking for a fight, whether or not it is with bees, but befriending bees, or... Befriending bees. Destroying plants. Persecuting plants. Persecuting plants. And Finevere enjoying and having the time of his life as he is sketching out the scenery and enjoying the drawing drowsy ducks. Nobody's going to get that, but it's a... uh. But where we are picking up is, as our party, you guys are walking out from the edge of the jungle towards what appears to be a very strange and futuristic but abandoned village. And so, as we are getting closer to it, I need you to roll your perception checks to see what it is that you see.
0: It better not be another plant that attacks me.
1: I can add that in if you'd like. No,
0: no, no, I'm fine, thank you. Charles Smoot, eating his carrots for breakfast this morning, got a 29 on his perception. And Finn, a little intimidated by the uh, surrounding, is kind of Awkwardly looking around with a 12.
1: Walking into this village, you get a better view of the buildings. They seem to be relatively short. None taller than two stories, most actually only about one story high. Some wider and narrow, especially if they're only on one story. But from what you can tell, this almost looks like a residential area. There seems to be a paved road that has begun to crumble with however much time has passed since this place was abandoned. You can see that there are vines springing up from underneath of the pavement. You see almost each of these houses has a short sidewalk path leading up to the front door and several boxes sitting on top of a stick. Charles Mood, you assume that you know this is... Probably a mailbox of some kind. Kelsey, look
0: at this civilization! Oh
1: my goodness! Paved roads,
0: sidewalks,
1: mailboxes. Wait, wait, wait! Are you saying you've never? What? Are you saying Rayland was not civilization?
0: Uh, did you have paved roads? Do, do you have mailboxes? We have
1: partially paved roads. Yes. Partially,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have? A, do you even know what a mailbox is?
1: We have couriers.
0: Ex- my point exactly. Uh, well, usually, Mr. Smoot, when you have a letter, you go deliver it yourself or you go to the post office and you deliver it to someone who will hand it to the the proper recipient. Yeah, but see, back back in uh back to in the future, um we were so advanced and so busy that we could not always be at our residential areas, so uh an individual locating us was very, very difficult. So in order to deliver the mail they would just drop it off at our residency. And it would be waiting in this beautiful little bad boy right here. This uh, amazing square on post, a mailbox. So that when we came home, we would just open it up, crack this bad boy open. And Charles like looks in a couple of the mailboxes to see if there's anything in there.
1: You see in a few of them as you're walking up a little bit closer that there does seem to be some moldy and uh, deteriorating paper that is kind of like inside a few of them. Ta-da, however, mail. however, as you begin opening up the first mailbox to get this view, and you say "ta-da, mail," all of a sudden you hear this high-pitched beeping and shrieking sound coming from the building.
0: And apparently, they had very high-tech uh, advancements, and now they wanted to make sure that they were very secure. That means <gasps> Kelsey. That means they still have power.
1: Kelsey and Finavir, you also noticed this because your attention is drawn to the high-pitched beeping sound, Charles Smoot being a little more relaxed, turning back to everybody, looks away from the building, but you and Kelsey both are looking at the house. You see this red light up in the upper corner of the eave of this dome-shaped building, which is mostly dilapidated, and all of a sudden you see as it drops down to the ground, and you see this small metallic creature with eight legs begins crawling towards you very quickly. Smoot!
0: Yep, that, that's me. Ta-da, male. Look, I told you. Smoot, it's the thing that was following us around in Ashby. Ah, the red garter here. No, 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 no. That red light that floated around, but it's, it's it was attached to something metallic, and now I can see it. What? In Smoot terms, bite now, explain later. Uh, does Smoot now notice this thing?
1: So Charles Smoot, you were delayed in your, uh, your realization of what's happening, and all of a sudden Charles Smoot, what's your uh, AC? Definitely 20, not. Yeah. Twenty-two. You feel as something like kind of smacks against your legs, um, and I'm going to need you guys to roll your initiative. As all of a sudden, you also see several other of these lights flick on around some of the other houses around you. <laughs> ah, it's my oh, Red lights. What? What is this?
0: Who is so thick? That's a lot of HP. Yeah, it's a lot of HP. He's a very thick boy. <laughs> Two modern finavier's worth of health, almost, almost.
1: Oh no. Now, 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 now. Now, now, now. Okay, so Charles, as I said, uh, you felt this thing kind of smack against your legs. All right, so we are at the top of the round. And uh, Charles, all of a sudden, your attention is drawn down to this small robotic creature that looks kind of like a spider, but it has a giant orb, almost like a glass eye that is looking at you, encased in a metallic shell. And you see as it lifts its back legs up, Almost...
0: As a mating dance?
1: In an intimidating way. And it begins to shudder its legs back and forth in an intimidating dance.
0: Uh, I'm very sorry. You are too adorable for me to find that terrifying.
1: You need to make a will save.
0: Am I at any bonuses for being like 18 times its size?
1: No, this okay. is what this creature is supposed to do. Uh,
0: Charles Smoot rolled a 28 for his will saving throw.
1: You are not intimidated.
0: Oh, look at it. It's such a cute little fellow.
1: You see as its legs are dancing back and forth behind it. Charles Smoot, roll a nature check. I
0: think it likes me. A nature? Yeah. I guess it is exhibiting, uh, actual spider-like tendencies. That's an 18 for Charles Smoot's nature.
1: It makes you think of, um, a certain type of jumping spider.
0: Oh, I just want to put a little... Oh, you have a camera. It's like a little raindrop on your head already.
1: And it is going to attempt, once again, seeing that you were not intimidated, attempts to hit you. What's your AC? I'm so sorry. 22. Oh, yeah. No, it's not hitting. Okay. All right.
0: Very thick-skinned barbarian.
1: All of a sudden, you begin to notice that there are eight of these other creatures now coming away from their homes towards you very quickly, all in a very aggressive manner. Um.
0: Looks like it's going to be a party.
1: Charles Moon, another one, runs up towards you because you're the closest one, apparently.
0: Oh, cute little guy. Did you invite all your friends?
1: Absolutely. They're unable to penetrate through your thick ding, pant legs. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Fenivir, you see as one, comes charging out from this house towards you. And it also does a similar position, raising its hind legs up behind its head. And it begins dancing. A knee your roll will save.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: What is that?
0: Like, he's just, what is this? Finavir is aggressively intimidated, I feel. Uh, That is a 12 for Finn.
1: Okay. Um, You see as this creature is performing an evocative dance in front of you. It's very frightening and slightly intimidating. You're not sure what is happening right now. Its movements are so quick, you become frightened too.
0: What is even going on? What the heck? Guys, it's a spider. You act like you've never seen a spider before not one made of metal! Trust me, there are way crazier spiders in Australia. Where is Australia? You are going to sit down tonight and show me on a makeshift map.
1: You see as several more kind of come crawling down the sides of their homes approaching towards you. Their little red irises seeming to shudder and like open and close like they're zooming in on you. Several other of them kind of raise their legs in the air. They're somewhat of a distance from you, but they seem to be threatening in some way. Kelsey backs up and Hide slightly behind Valen, unsure of what to do. These are tiny creatures which are coming at you. Uh, Finnevere, it is your turn.
0: Finn is going to, uh, he's going to cast Telekinic Projectile. Finn will reach out his hand and gesture towards a piece of rubble and swing his arm. Vusmas!
1: Uh, what is your to hit?
0: Uh, that is a 22 to hit.
1: Go ahead and roll your damage.
0: All right. 10 damage.
1: Uh, Charles, you see this brick kind of comes flying out of nowhere and it crashes into this little tiny robot and you hear it kind of shriek a little bit. You see that it's wobbling standing there. Some of its legs seem to be broken and it's like limping a little as it tries to rebalance itself. You see another one, though, dash out from underneath the eaves onto the ground and begins crawling towards you very quickly, waving its arms in the air in a threatening manner. Charles, it's your turn.
0: So these guys are really cute, and they don't really seem to have attacked us, and we haven't really attacked them. You want to, like, put forth in, like, an armistice deal or something? I
1: think it it tried to hit you earlier. What? What?
0: I don't, I don't think so. It's kind of just crawling around on my shirt.
1: You feel like it's, like, poking you in the shoe? like I, I, to stab I, think, your foot.
0: I think it's just crawling around. It, it's got really spindly legs. <sighs> Charles smooth these things are evil. Now use your grump. Fine. Jeez. <sighs> Charles Smoot closes the mailbox grumpily.
1: <laughs> as Charles Smoot closes the mailbox, all of a sudden you see as the red in their irises fades away into a blue light. Their arms slowly go down, but they're, like, partially raised as they're watching you. And their bodies turn with every movement that you make. They're, like, following you very closely with their iris.
0: See, Finn? You don't have to be so barbaric. Not every problem has to be solved with violence. Hold on. When we were in Ashby, there was something like one of these things following us around with the red iris. When we came back from the TOTA mission, there was one following us around. I tried to tell you and Mess, but you were more otherwise preoccupied. Yeah, yeah. all I-, I remember... Anyway, is Kelsey was safe and then we went to a tavern.
1: I was safe?
0: Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. All I remember is that Cece was safe and we went to a tavern.
1: I was going to say, I went with you. I mean, I was safe. So you were
0: safe and we did go to a tavern.
1: Wait, you all went and were hunting toad us? Well,
0: oh, yeah, we needed to catch one to get anti venom to save our friend who ended up just sleeping it off.
1: Oh, God, Cece? Is that who you're talking yes, about? Yes, yes,
0: she got bit by a toad. Oh,
1: all right.
0: And then and then Taylor got st- but, uh, bit by a toad was a baby terror so he was fine but that's besides the point
1: he gets quiet as you mention uh, Alan's name
0: so before we left uh, we were replacing these cores for the village but we were followed by some red guard or at least they were coming nearby uh, towards one of these areas but we hid in the bushes and we heard noises that these metal creatures make and then later there were these creatures of the red. Maybe they took something.
1: Huh? I don't...
0: I'm not following Vinavere, but if you want to investigate these spiders more, I mean, we're here. That's kind of what our job is.
1: So are you saying that they took some... How would they take something?
0: Well, we put things there. Maybe they took one of the cores. I'm not sure. But I, I think you're very much um, misunderstanding what I think these robots do. I'm, like, 98% sure that these are just, like, advanced ring doorbells. And by that, I mean they're, they're cameras. They basically are able to see and transmit what they see so that someone else can look at it later.
1: Wait, which ones? The ones in Ashby or the ones No, no, were... the ones here. Ah.
0: But, but if he's correlating the two, then perhaps the Red Guard know how to utilize these and they're using them to spy on people. Um. Oh, wow. They could have been tailing us to try and get information about Cece. I don't understand how you can see something. You know what? Okay, okay, You been okay, smooth. S- th- um, how about this? Uh, if you draw a picture and you give me the picture, I can see what you saw, right? Now that makes sense. Okay, cool. Um, think about it. Like, these robots, these tiny spiders, go and they draw pictures of people and what they're doing. And then go back and tell someone what they saw well then they'll put me out of business exactly you will be flat broke
1: so oh that's really bad if they have the ability to monitor people
0: i mean i mean i'm I'm just i'm just saying theoreticals here
1: why would why would these things attack us then
0: also just putting it out there this thing was definitely there i could see the light but nothing else i could see it move it broke branches it Tore through the dirt, but I couldn't see its actual Wait you're saying it broke branches? Yeah, you could I could hear it. Okay, okay, but um I don't know if you just saw those tiny little things that just kind of like approached us very adorably, but um they looked like they had absolutely no menacing ability to break even a twig. It was bigger, and he'll gesture with his hands bigger. Uh, uh, Are you sure it was the same thing? Because you might be jumping to conclusions here. I don't
1: remember it being that big. Oh, and
0: red light, and I... Wait, you saw them
1: too? I mean, I remember that there was something running around at one point, but it was small, like these guys. Ugh.
0: But it broke a branch. Are you sure it is what broke the branch?
1: You you see as Valen is leaning down. He actually picks up a stick and, like, reaches out to poke it. And you see one of them smack down the stick. And he keeps trying to, like, poke it and smacks it.
0: Okay. One of the things that we should probably take from this whole scenario is that um, this village still has power. Oh. If, If these are robots, they have to be animated somehow. They probably have a recharging station. There's probably power cores in this village.
1: Valen stands up. That would be of great benefit to us.
0: Which means we need to figure out where the power cores are here. Oh, maybe we could wait and see where they go back to. All right, everyone stand very, very still. And Charles Smoot has about like two minutes of patience in him.
1: They're staring at you. The, The one from the house that you had touched the mailbox on is staring at you. Its eye is like partially, it's like purplish. As if it's like oscillating between being upset and being calm.
0: Charles Moon will take a few steps back away from the house and be on what is considered public property as the sidewalk.
1: The iris becomes completely blue.
0: Notes to take down.
1: And it seems to slowly back away.
0: Charles Moon's going to roll his perception to see if he can trace its movement uh, with a total 16.
1: You easily watch as it backs up towards the house up against the wall and it begins, like, spider climbing up the wall. And then goes, and it's hanging upside down in the eave, and it seems to just station itself there and is watching. And the rest of them seem to do similar. All right, so, um, it's a watchdog. Yep. Yeah, but... Uh, a really cute watchdog. Very,
0: very adorable. Um,
1: And you actually, um, Finnaver, as you're stepping forward a little bit further, you feel like you step on a metal sign of some kind.
0: Okay, uh, I look down and examine it.
1: You just see, beware of ring
0: Beware of Ringbot, like, in common, no less. Charles Smoot will begin um, non hostilely approaching one of these dilapidated buildings.
1: Okay. Charles Smoot, you find a house that the front door is basically already open, and you see this building that is almost fully covered in moss and vines. You don't see one of these bots on the outside, though. As you're walking underneath, or at least from what you can see, you walk underneath of the eave.
0: Can I examine the eave to see if there's um, any type of, like, metal platform um, in the general area where the ringbots tend to station themselves? If there's anything they might be, like, sitting on.
1: Uh, so, sure, you're going to take a closer look. Go ahead and roll a perception check.
0: 25 for Charles Smoot. Ben wants to show this note to Valid.
1: You pick up the sign. A bunch of dirt falls off of it. You see this little image of a ring bot drawn with its arms up in the air and then underneath you see this logo and the words also that says like powered by and it just has a logo which kind of looks like an iris with a strange outer circle with a triangle on it valen looks at it slightly confused i didn't think it was that bad but i suppose
0: well apparently the locals were afraid of them that's why they were warning everyone must be an infestation.
1: Also, what I've been trying to get to explain, because I didn't get a chance to fully ex- ex- just describe village, you just charge straight we in as always. Yeah, yeah. as always. Um, as you guys were getting closer to the village, you see further in, there is this tall metal tower that seems to branch out, and you see cables expanding from it. And you see uh, Finnevere as Kelsey is looking up towards this tower, and she has this... Odd expression on her face.
0: What's up, Kelsey?
1: It's just strangely familiar. It's, uh, uh, what do they call it? I guess it's just like a power tower. Those are power cables, I think. I, I don't know exactly what it's called. I'm not exactly well versed in a lot of things like that. I just know that, uh, when there were a lot of storms back home, if one of those got knocked out, we might be out of power for. Her several weeks.
0: Now then, that sounds like the perfect place to look to have some power cores.
1: Uh, Charles Smoot, you walk in towards this house. You don't see any metal platform on the outside as you explore some of the eaves, though as you are walking by what appears to be a window, you catch this very brief glimpse of the interior of this building on the side. It's covered in moss, um, so you rub a little bit away and you do see that this seems to be a very large glass pane. And most of this building is, is overall just glass with a metal frame.
0: I attempt to enter it. Okay. Is there a door?
1: Yeah. The door on the front is completely Oh, open. you said
0: it was wide open. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. I, he walks in.
1: I just didn't want to assume you walked right in. So. No,
0: I'm, I'm going to recklessly walk into danger without the rest of my party. It is entirely my intent. Don't throw stones. I throw swords. I throw hands.
1: Okay. Um, Finner, if you? did you roll a perception check, Finn? Go ahead and roll a, a fresh perception check, please.
0: Uh, bin got a ten.
1: Okay, so yeah, you don't notice him going into a house, but you do. You're kind of like noticing the broad area, and you've actually been collecting a few of these signs. You see like one on at like the front of each of these properties. Just like a few of them ha- that don't have one of these, um, but you you find almost every house has a sign that says like "Beware of Ringbot." This house is guarded by a Ringbot.
0: Oh, that's important.
1: Charles Moon, as you walk into the house, it's very musty in here, and the light is not reaching as well as it could, but you step around some rubble, and you see that the inside of this building is very familiar. It seems oddly modern, though dirty, as a lot of these buildings that you've been in are like, and it's always somewhat unsettling to see almost like a war zone, has passed through here. But as you get up towards the counter, you see that there is this strange metallic object on a on a keychain and there are two of them. They're encrusted in this dirt that is solidified around it, but you can tell that there's some kind of impression on it.
0: Charles Smoot would reach for this keychain and attempt to further examine these metallic items.
1: You pick it up, you see that there is an indentation, but it is encrusted in dirt and it probably needs to be cleaned off.
0: Try and clean it. Okay. How do you do so? Uh, with a... He would probably crack open his medicine kit and get some rubbing alcohol and, like, a rag and try and very gingerly as to not break whatever device this is, um, rub it off, only applying enough force to get it off.
1: It takes you a good bit with the rubbing alcohol to try and rub it off, your cloth becomes dirty very quickly, but you slowly begin to see like, the impression of one of these little spider thingies on it, and it kind of looks like a identification tag of some kind. But uh, your eye catches off to the side in your peripheral. You see the glint of something off to the right, just beneath uh, the table, or the counter, so to speak.
0: Charles, we'll go to examine it.
1: You see that there is this round, plastic-looking container. It seems to have a screen on top of it. It makes you think of like a Roomba station, and you see that there's one of these round metal objects sitting on it, like these ring bots, but it looks like its legs are retracted into itself and that it is completely powered down.
0: Would it require a roll to determine? I was going to say he just like touches the tag to the screen,
1: So you could attempt to roll a Lore Seeker or Arcana check.
0: Well, we'll do that. We're not going to assume the knowledge my character has, um, that he would have the same intuition as I. Again, things
1: have been, well, I'm going to say, things have been very familiar, but they don't work the same all the time. You could certainly try.
0: Charles Moon is a 14 on his Knowledge Seeker in an attempt to determine how this somewhat familiar relic might work.
1: You attempt exactly what you say. You try and touch this tag to the screen. It doesn't do anything. You don't really see a place for it to be inserted or placed. You you think with all your fancy dangled knowledge of that technology back in the day with touchscreen phones that maybe doing that would activate it. It seems like you might need some help with this one. Maybe some younger people.
0: Um... So it, it it's in the form of a little ball right now, but it does seem to be on like a pad, you said?
1: Yeah, it's like, like on this... The, the encasing around it seems to be like a little plastic ring. And it does seem to be sitting on some kind of... Maybe not metal, but there's a coating over top of the base that it's sitting on.
0: You said it's underneath the table, right? Yeah. Charles Smith's going to roll a strength check to see if he can wrench it free from the surface. Okay. Maybe even use his sword to kind of like... Put it in between the platform and the table, and kind of like wiggle it out.
1: Okay, if you you really want this, you can roll your athletics.
0: Oh, I, I very want this. Um, Charles Smoot wishes to take it home with him. He's gonna have a new pet. He likes collecting things. Norville, whatever this is gonna be called, um, he'll come up with a clever name for it. Uh, Charles Smoot's athletics check gonna be a total of nineteen.
1: As soon as you begin, uh, what do you do? And like to try and. So it sounds like Charles Smoot is assuming it's... it's
0: Stuck on there pretty good. Yeah, yeah. no, he's just going to, like, r- grab it with his hand and yank back as hard as, hard as he, he can, can to pull it off the table.
1: Okay. Charles Smoot, you grab it, and you pull back with a lot of force, so much force that you realize it was mostly unnecessary because this thing lifts off the ground with relative ease. You can tell that it's somewhat light. It seems like it's, like, one bulk. Oh. <laughs> and... You grab onto this and you pull back. It doesn't seem like it is overly heavy. It seems like the entire thing is like one or two bulk at most. But you fall backwards and you lift this thing off the ground without any difficulty. It wasn't even stuck there. But you see as the ball kind of falls out of the holder and rolls onto the ground.
0: Uh, Charles Smoot will um, just pick up the ball, put it in the holder, uh, take the tag
1: and walk back to the group. Okay, you take one tag. Ta- I take the keychain. They're separate keychains. Oh, they're separate keychains. Yeah, sure. I'll take both of them. Okay. I, I thought there
0: are two tags on one keychain.
1: Okay, so you um, walk out of the house carrying this thing. Uh, Finnevere, what were you? What would you have been doing in the meantime?
0: I guess Kelsey and Ben would be walking towards the power tower.
1: The power tower. The tower of power. Okay. Without your I air quote tank in sight, you feel that. As long as you don't try to take or touch anything, you should be okay, maybe. We'll find out. And you begin making your way towards this tower of power. I like that so much better.
0: So you said you had powers of power where you're from. What was your hometown like?
1: Ah, very quiet. There weren't a lot of people around, and um, and she just kind of gets somewhat quiet momentarily as she dwells on your question. Wow, it was a long time ago, I guess. At this point, it was just very uh, rural. Just a very quiet place.
0: And everything was powered? Uh, yes. You had it in your home?
1: Yes, we had electricity. I could literally draw a bath whenever I wanted. Ah, Oh, I miss those times. You could keep your food cold for however long you needed it to be. And heat it up in the microwave. She starts going off when like it's very long exciting tangent. And then she just kind of frowns. Ah, god, I could really go for a burger right now. Or Bub's Sway. BacoTel. Hotel. Really, any of those. I would even do, um, Olive's Chicken.
0: Uh, he, he tries to press her for details on what is a burger.
1: Well, for some people it's just meat and two pieces of bread on top. Or one on the bottom and one on top. Uh, and then others you just add on these extra condiments and things. Lettuce. Uh, Tomato, bacon bits sometimes. And she gives you a very brief explanation of condiments that you are not exactly sure of everything. Mayonnaise, ketchup, mustard. Actually, mustard kind of sounds familiar. It seems similar to other spices that you've heard of.
0: Finn is plotting, perhaps, to make an otherworldly burger (laughs) or try to commission one just to try to make her feel more at home. Mm, gotcha. We'll see if that turns out.
1: So you, Valen, and Kelsey, uh, arrive a few minutes later at the base of this power tower. Um, there seems to be a, a rusted metal fence surrounding it, where vines are crawling up over the edge. And Charles Smoot, as you come out of the house, you see that your friends are not there.
0: Guys, uh... Kyle Smoot just looks around, kind of lost, because he stepped out for, like, ten minutes and everyone left. Uh, guys, I'm your front line. Where did you go?
1: As you are turning around, you spot this tower off in the distance, and you can see your friends down the road. They're, like, little tiny dots at this point. Not dots, but they're, like, little tiny people, and you see that they're standing at the base of this thing. <laughs>
0: Really? You go to the big, dangerous-looking transmission tower, which is the source of the power, and if you probably infiltrate it, multiple ringbots are going to attack... Charles Smoot just begins hustling, like, full sprint, trying to catch up with them, not sure what kind of trouble they could get themselves into without him.
1: Um, so you guys kind of hear behind you, like, this voice of Charles Smoot, like, in the distance, like, it's very Yelling quiet. Yelling and raveling, like, and getting like...
0: closer slowly and slowly. Close... And slowly. <laughs>
1: It's slowly getting closer. No, it's quickly getting closer. As you are taking uh, a look around your around the surroundings, you notice that there seems to be what appears to be a piece of a metal sign, kind of hidden underneath some vines.
0: Keep out. All right. Then uh, I'll take out a dagger and try to clear it away.
1: Okay. Roll to hit.
0: All right. Let's do this. Sixteen to hit.
1: Okay. So you cut through these vines very thoroughly, but your knife comes into contact with the metal of the fence. And you see all of a sudden, as sparks fly out from the contact point, and you see as the vines fall away, there is this triangular sign when there seems to be a person in the center with a lightning bolt going through them. Oh, wait, Vinevere, don't touch that. Ah. It's an electric fence. Does
0: Charles Smith reach this? It's probably been out.
1: Yeah, you see as the sparks are flying. You're, like, maybe about 30 feet behind them.
0: Oh, goodness. Look, look at this. I, I leave for, like, five minutes, find something interesting, and you almost get yourself electrocuted by a fence. It seems to be enhanced with the electricity. The, the Wine electricity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to be careful. Uh, metal is a very conductive substance, which means electricity will be transmitted through it very, very easily.
1: Oh, right. So... I guess we should look around and see if there's a gate or something.
0: A gate, a hole, a ladder. A ladder. A big tree that's nearby that we can climb up and jump over the fence. The dilapidated part of the building, fallen part of the fence—any of that works.
1: Right. I'll take a look.
0: Uh, and I guess we would go together and scout out the perimeter.
1: You're carrying this station with you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Valen looks down at it. Um, what? What exactly are you carrying there?
0: Uh, probably a relic. Not 100% yet.
1: Oh, great.
0: fun uh, new toy. I think this is a ring box.
1: I think it's kind of bulky.
0: What do you mean? It's, it's very light. And he kind of just like tosses the ball up in the air.
1: It still has a little bit of heft to it. Like a, it's like, like a metal. Good,
0: like softball. Yeah,
1: and you hear that like little metallic ding because you're doing so. Right. D- don't break it. Be careful.
0: Anyways, uh, Charles Moon's going to put it in his bag at this point. Okay. The ba- how big is the base?
1: The base is approximately a foot Tall, and it's, it's actually almost um, a square, in, not entire it's shape, but in his bag. it's pretty big with what you have in there.
0: Finn has a proper backpack, but it has stuff in it, so... also very much has a proper adventurer's backpack.
1: Did you at least attempt to activate it?
0: Uh, yeah, I probably needs a power core. Um, I couldn't figure it out, but presumably someone smarter than me could. I'm going to bring it back to Musa as evidence of what we kind of found here. And then he can examine it. And if we want to get more, we can always come back. Because remember, we're kind of just the scouting party. And I got these signs. Finn and Kelsey will have uh, caught up with the uh, Smoot and Balin. We're, we're going together.
1: I mean, we could all just take a look at it and see what we can figure out.
0: I'm mean, sure if you guys want to try, uh, I found three clues. We got, we got the ball. I, I've got that station, which has a screen on it. And I got these two tags. I thought they might be like activation keys or something.
1: Right. And he kind of mean... just
0: passes all three of them over to Kelsey. All right, kiddo, you're the technological generation. Have fun. Oh. Yeah, I'll I'll get the rectangle. Oh oh oh! It's like a, it all works together. They're not separate devices. Well, she so can't fit and carry them. So I'll carry the we, we, rectangle, and she'll. I mean,
1: we could just put it down and look at it for like two seconds.
0: I guess I suppose. Hey, you know what? I, well, we can do that, Valen. You, you're you're not gonna die. Go go scout the printer. Why is it? <sighs> do, do, do you want to take Finn with you? Would that make you feel more
1: safe? I don't understand why we're not just sticking together and we'll just... Sure, we'll, we'll take five minutes to look at
0: this and then we'll go scout the ruiner
1: Okay, so, um, anyone who would like to may attempt to do an aid check to see if they can spot something on it. Otherwise... Is,
0: is it going to be an aid on the seeker check?
1: That is going to depend on what y'all are seeking. I mean, it depends. I think, uh... Kelsey's going to attempt a seeker check for uh, I'll more.
0: Roll to aid in her seeker check. Dice. Thirteen. Twenty-six for Charles Smoot. I think she is well aided.
1: Charles, you probably should have just done it yourself again.
0: Yeah, probably, but I mean, hey, say Lovey, I've been rolling very low tonight, on average.
1: Kelsey looks at it very confused. Despite all of your aid, I have absolutely no idea. I can't tell if this button is supposed to be the power button or if this one is, and even if I press them, it doesn't seem to want to turn on.
0: Like I said, it probably is drained of battery, and uh, I, I don't, it wasn't plugged into anything, so we might need to find a power core first.
1: Ugh great. All right. Well, I mean, there are all the ones that are functioning. Yeah,
0: yeah, the ones that um you guys were scared of for some reason.
1: I just, it's creepy, okay? And
0: I, I'm pretty sure if opening a mailbox triggered them to be, air quote, aggressive, I'm um, trying to physically steal them would definitely cause an alarm. I mean... Maybe we take away the power, they'll turn off. I
1: wasn't scared of them, what?
0: Fenivir screamed like a girl. Uh, they do give me the Kibi of jeebies. Oh, yeah. Our only job is to map things out here, guys. We're, we're, we're a scouting party. People are going to come in here and delve more, like... Thoroughly later.
1: I will say, I do enjoy the financial benefit of returning with the relics.
0: I'm I'm sure we're going to find some in the tower.
1: It looks like it is a open tower, so it looks like it's mostly just hollow metal with holes.
0: I'm sure power cores are going to be there, and I'm sure power cores pay probably honestly almost better than relics, because you kind of need power cores to charge things.
1: Right. Well, whatever we do, I will say, the moment we go back and report on this every other Seeker is going to flock here and they will take our reward.
0: All right. Then we'll be back to scouting an entrance then. We'll try to fiddle with this later. Uh, perception check of the perimeter,
1: I guess? Sure.
0: 23 for Charles Smoot.
1: All right. Um, so, Finnevere, what was your role?
0: Uh, 11 for Fin.
1: Okay. Finavir, you are busy trying to figure out how to fit this station of sorts into your bag. Kelsey's Putting the smaller bot in her bag, and she looks at you. All right. Hopefully, we don't deal with any explosions while we're carrying these. I don't think I'm over the capacity. I don't really have anything on me.
0: Uh, is he still affected by heebie-jeebies too? Nope. Frightened reduces by one increment every round. I thought it was appropriate as long as all the spiders were around because that would still stay there. creepy. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you would like, we can always apply a brain We condition. can
0: apply a permanent minus two negative to all of your rolls if you want. Bees and spiders.
1: So this tower is precariously close to the edge of the forest. In fact, you realize that the trees are actually taller than the tower overall. It barely breaches the surface of, of these trees, which is why you weren't really able to see much of it. But... You can see that there is one particular tree that is leaning more dangerously close towards this tower, and it looks like it might fall at some point. In fact, you see that there is a tree leaning very dangerously close to the transistor tower. I
0: mean, it honestly looks, if I applied any amount of force, it might just come tumbling down naturally.
1: Right. um,
0: But also, if we do that, uh, if it falls improperly, it might destroy the tower entirely.
1: Yes, I see the problem here.
0: I mean, are there other trees nearby the tower? that look more stable?
1: There are a number of trees. You can estimate that the trees are about 80 feet away from the base of this tower. Mm. Um, And the tree that is closest is the one that is leaning. The other trees are kind of like, they're standing upright. There's a few that have already felled, but they're on the ground. They did not land on the tower.
0: Uh, If this tree that is closest to the tower were to fall, do we think it might hit the tower?
1: You could... um, Some
0: kind of roll. Survival. Charles Smoop for his survival. Roll to 25.
1: You believe that this tower will probably, it'll probably be okay if you fell this tree. You do know though that the fence will be destroyed, which is probably a good thing for you. However, you also don't know what the voltage is on this, but you do know that the tower should be fine.
0: Well, the internal Smokey the Bear inside of me, um, says that only we can prevent forest fires um and i don't know if dropping a old dry tree on top of an electric fence would potentially cause said forest fire or not but uh i definitely think we could probably break the fence with it at the very least how tall how tall is the fence
1: it's 10 feet
0: alternatively someone could just like get up on my shoulders and try and jump over
1: Kelsey finally makes her way over along with Finavir. after they had finagled the backpack to fit this station. It fits perfectly. Everything is perfectly aligned.
0: Kelsey, you ever go to cheerleader camp? What? Cheer, cheer, cheerleading cheer camp?
1: Uh, no, I wasn't exactly very popular.
0: Uh, that literally has nothing to do with the state of your acrobatic nature. Wait, what? Uh, uh, you you want to get up on my shoulders and try and jump over the fence?
1: Excuse me?
0: I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You just get tracked a
1: little, right? She looks at her shoes really quickly. These aren't rubber sold. I had to get rid of our other ones because mine had finally uh, given out.
0: I mean, me and your goal is to clear the fence, not stand on top of it.
1: I don't know if I can.
0: What if we were able to cover the fence with some cloth?
1: Wait, why would it just be me going in?
0: Well, someone's got to jump off my shoulders. I mean, Well, then how
1: would I get out?
0: I'll throw a rope over or something.
1: Oh, wait! I'm going to die.
0: Smoot, you said if we touch metal, that's bad, but what if we were just touching our bedrolls? Uh, um, I don't know exactly how that would work. Uh, Neither do I. You seem to know a lot more about this than I do. I mean, it, it would definitely count as an insulating surface, so you'd probably take reduced damage at the very least. But uh, getting up there is still going to be tricky. You'd have to climb it to an extent.
1: Can we just knock down a tree or something instead of sending me in? Do you want to start a forest fire? I'd rather do that than die. Wait, uh, if you right,
0: uh, to start doing some damage, Smoot, just make a hole
1: we could dig
0: do, do we have shovels
1: we could maybe find
0: some did we not find a gate at any point did, did we walk the whole perimeter yet no guys, guys okay listen there, there literally has to be an entrance like these type of areas had to be maintained occasionally and worked on there, there had to be a way for people to get in other than breaking and entering and causing forest fires Let's just keep walking around and see if we find a legitimate entrance.
1: Ah, huh, They had to dig their way every they, they single time.
0: No, I, I don't think this was a society of mole people, okay?
1: I wonder if the... Ooh, what if the cable's buried?
0: What what cable?
1: The electric cable that's causing the fence to be electric.
0: Uh, I mean, maybe.
1: Well, anyway, let's uh, let's, let's just
0: keep doing our lot, okay, guys?
1: Right. So, you guys are taking a walk around the perimeter of this fence. You see that there is some moss that has grown at the base of the fence, but there is none that has climbed up it. The only part where there were vines was where the sign was. But you do find a gate. There seems to be a metal chain with a padlock that is wrapped around the frame of the gate, attaching it to the main body of the fence. There does appear to be some rusting on it, though.
0: Okay, now if there was ever a time, this is when destruction leading to breaking and entering would be appropriate. And Charles Smoot just takes his bastard sword and just swings at the lock.
1: A giant robot lands from there. <laughs> no! Um,
0: All the spiders immediately swarm you. There are hundreds of them.
1: Okay. So you go over and you attempt to break the lock. Yep. What is your damage?
0: Oh, I don't even have to roll to hit. I like that. What is your damage, Smoot?
1: I don't think you have to roll to hit the lock because it's not. Because it's stationary. The only reason why I had Finnevere rolling to hit was I was trying to determine if he was going to hit the fence or not. My DC was 15.
0: Uh, Charles Moon has a 13 to his damage.
1: Okay. You see that it's kind of hanging a little bit looser, but you think you're going to have to take a few more hits to it before it breaks off entirely.
0: He just starts wailing on it with another 11.
1: And you see that it collapses onto the ground. The chain is wrapped pretty tightly, so you're going to have to unravel it.
0: He takes the time to unravel the chain and let's just swing open the
1: gate. You put your hand on the metal chain which is attached to the metal fence.
0: To,
1: Don't ask who did this. Yeah, who would put a me-
0: <laughs> they, they definitely have a way of not electrifying themselves every time they enter. R- rubber gloves? Gloves. Sure, whatever. Um, yeah, Charles Moodle will just take it like a champ. Oh, Under the chain.
1: You take 10 electric damage as you feel this pulse just kind of Course up your arm. Your hair actually starts standing on end, and you just kind of like rip the chain off with your arm kind of like stuck in a certain position. <laughs> I got it.
0: Yeah, I got it. I got. I did it. That was me. Mr. Mm-hmm. Smooth.
1: Oh my god.
0: Listen, honestly, I, I I've had worse. Really, I have.
1: It, really, Charles. I swear, you are an animal. But.
0: The most important thing is, is we can enter now. Mr. Smoot, your hair is blackened. You're more pepper to your salt and pepper. Well, that that's good. It sounds like it was a reverse aging process. Oh,
1: I see the hair's falling off.
0: I think it's burnt. Is it on fire? Do, do you smell anything?
1: I do, I do. It smells mm, It smells kind of good.
0: I only smell you two bimbos. Let's get walking. Smell like toast.
1: Okay, so?
0: Charles Smoot will carefully... Uh, Hesitantly look at the, met- I'm assuming it's a metal gate. Yes. And he'll kind of like Kick roll it. up some cloth on his hand and try and grab it to move it.
1: Okay, you do so and you slowly swing open this gate and you hear this like horrible screeching sound oh, from the metal. it's terribly rusted. You although pass through the entrance here and you see that there is a very small, what looks to be like station of like a base of operations of some sort there with a door that is completely metal itself. But the building appears to be also deteriorating with some of it collapsed. Uh, the metal roof that was there has actually collapsed in mostly with some of the wall leaning over. Is there any glass? There is no glass there. It didn't look like there was any windows. It was just kind of like a shed.
0: Charles middle will try the door with his wrapped in cloth band.
1: The handle breaks off. But you see, like, it just falls off on both sides.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that, move, like, sticks its finger through the hole and, like, pulls the door open?
1: The door opens.
0: Look ah! that! Don't even need a key.
1: Oh, well, glad you got electrocuted for this.
0: We're, we're, we're inside now. What is this sass for?
1: I'm giving you sass because that was stupid. And I'm upset because you did something dangerous. It's that time of month.
0: Oh, oh, wow. We should really mark the calendar for that. Smoot more reckless? Uh, no, no, no. no. Is, would Finn <laughs> really be that oblivious? I don't know. It's a good question.
1: You see, his Valen blushes slightly and just tilts his head and kind of covers his brow. So, you all kind of funnel into this small shed. You barely fit.
0: We're all going in you're, here. You're Goodness going gracious.
1: in. You're going in.
0: Oh, we're going in. Mm,
1: yeah, you're all sticking I, 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 together. Does anyone have a light? It's dark. I, I got a match.
0: It's going to
1: last for like five seconds. I got it. So she lights the match and you just see it's like this little tiny, a flicker of light appears. And it does illuminate the room briefly. You, you see, see, hundreds see of spiders. Now, uh, well, you do see some spiders on the ceiling, like kind of crawl away very quickly. They're tiny, very tiny. They're like diminutive.
0: Not So not robots.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're good. fine. But on the wall, you see what looks to be like some sort of diagram or map, which pinpoints several locations that are of, air quote, interest but these locations seem to be potential residences or now ruins. But on a higher plateau you see there is one area that is marked as, like, farmland and then another in the further northeastern area there is one that says laboratory. Uh, can The light goes out. Ow. That hurt. It's
0: all right. Oh sir. well you did something really dangerous, playing with an element which could potentially damage you.
1: Me, 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 me. No um, see now you know how it's
0: Finn feels. light a torch.
1: <laughs> Finn goes in his bag, reaches perfectly around this station, and pulls out a torch. Your bag has been the most organized it's ever been, by the way. And you strike a match and you light a torch, it gets kinda hot in here really quickly, and you all are sweating, mostly men sweating too. But you get another look at this map.
0: All right. Uh, can someone hold this? I want to get a sketch. Right. Uh, does it have like a little You Are Here X on it anywhere?
1: It does. <gasps> and the You Are Here seems to indicate that there is a bridge nearby to the southeast of your current location and some kind of lift to the nearby plateau in the north, like one place northwest.
0: And the lab was north, correct? Northeast.
1: The lab seems to be northeast.
0: And what was north?
1: Okay, let me correct myself. There is a lift on the hex. It's northwest, FYI, but directly from this village. There seems to be a lift to the north leading to a higher plateau where the farmland seem to be. Okay. But to your east from this location, there seems to be a bridge leading across a river. And
0: north of that... Would it be where the laboratory is?
1: Yes, there seems to be a river that kind of bifurcates. I think I think it's fair to say we could probably reveal the whole map at this point.
0: Ooh, I would love that. Ooh, that'd be spicy.
1: This is an old map, however. So you what? can tell that there were smaller groves of trees originally, and there were far more areas where buildings were located.
0: <gasps> Building locations.
1: But you do see Interestingly enough, from the location that you guys originally arrived here, you see that there is a symbol in the far west part of the map from where you guys came, possibly indicating that mirror Gate you came from.
0: Are there any other symbols that look similar to that?
1: Not on this map. Okay. However, there seems to be indicated a potential exit from, from this area to the surface by the river.
0: Uh, is I've this, how never is been so threatened by the word exit. <laughs> right? Never. Like, where does this lead? Like, we could, like, exit here and be in, like, the middle of the desert or, like, a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Or we could be in Fallout or the X-Men universe or Dinosaurs, anything. man. Okay. Dinosaurs, yeah. So so where does this exit look like it is?
1: Seems like it is past the plateau just north of the farmlands.
0: Interesting. Is the map, which is in this room, um, like a permanent fixture? Is it like something etched in metal?
1: Yes, it's a, it's like a heavy metal sign. Otherwise, it would have deteriorated completely. It seems to be rusted in some parts. How large and define heavy? Um, I would say it's probably three feet across and two feet wide. Mr.
0: Spoot, you'll have your own copy in a moment of all the significant landmarks.
1: Yeah, I was going to say...
0: We'll just take some time to uh, use a <laughs> exploration point, I guess, uh, to map the area by copying this map.
1: Yeah. You're still probably going to have to reconnoiter at some points because the environment seems to have changed so much. Wow. How much time has passed since this place was built? I don't
0: know, Kelsey, how much time has passed since we fell asleep. We're probably older than this building yet, lady.
1: Hold on. I need to roll a perception check.
0: Charles Smith has a 23
1: you sort of hear Valen mumble under his breath very faintly but it seems like he's muttering something about jokingly saying I guess I like older women
0: Yes, <laughs> you do um well we have a nice the area but uh still definitely is a um trans better tower or transistor tower so it, there's that's
1: it. what that's called
0: yeah yeah I, oh
1: i've been calling it the tower of power this entire time I, I
0: mean you're not technically incorrect it's definitely a transmission tower as it transmits power to areas
1: i wonder wait hold on so this is the transmission tower yep not transmit the transistor
0: tra- tra- Which transmitter
1: Transmitter? Uh, I don't tra- know. Transmission, transmission. So, so this is the tower of power here. Yeah,
0: yeah, sure. We'll go with that. It it's looks like
1: there's one in the north along with that, there, and then one over where? there.
0: Where do you, you see it? Oh, well, you'd see it if you follow the river up and then go east bit. it. Isn't that where it says lab?
1: Yes, but the question is, where, how are all these things being powered? Because I don't see anything.
0: Power cores might be underground.
1: Oh. See, I told you we should have dug.
0: So I might be a little bit newer at this um Correct me if I'm wrong. So we were in Ashby, and we serviced some towers. Yeah. We did. And if memory serves, correct, those towers were positioned around the town. They, they did something very different than what these towers did.
1: Ah, uh, if I re- you you are remembering correctly, I think it was specifically for
0: that, that giant force field.
1: Yeah. The what did they call it? An artifact.
0: Right Yeah. So I mean. This isn't really that, but I'm I'm sure we'll still find some power cores. Um, It could be. I was just thinking that perhaps if there was something that was in common between these three towers, perhaps the place where they would all meet, if you drew a line from each of them.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Power cores underground, that wouldn't make sense. I mean, they wouldn't be able to replace them ever then, unless they have some underground facility.
0: They probably do have an underground facility. Maybe it's cloaked.
1: Or he just kind of points up towards the ceiling. What if that light is a giant power core? Ooh, smells like payday. I doubt we'll be reaching there anytime soon. Um, Charles
0: would like to perception check to see if there's any wires going from that light to this tower. Sure. Natural one for a total of 13. I think he stares at the sun a little long and goes blind temporarily.
1: Yeah, you, you actually look directly at this light. It is bright. It is almost like a sun. Valen kind of like had covered his eyes as he pointed. Charles
0: just stares at it like full eyeball, opening them very, very wide, trying to gauge the details and just absolutely goes blind.
1: And then, yeah, you look back down and you can't see your friends. You just see the blinding light of white and red.
0: Well, I can tell you one thing, whatever it is up there, it is very bright.
1: You looked directly
0: at it, didn't you? Well, I was trying to see if there was any cables going from the light source (sighs) to the Tower of Power.
1: You will be considered blinded for one minute.
0: Kelsey, Kelsey, can you help me leave the room? I, I literally can't see.
1: Oh. Oh, no. All right. um, Guys, we need to go. Mr. No, no, no.
0: We, we need to explore around here more. I'm just going to, like, sit down and wash my eyes out with some water.
1: Just don't grab the alcohol. Charles Smoot begins slowly
0: putting down a bottle in his hand, realizing that he did grab something out of his bag, but can, in fact, not read its contents. Ah, uh, can someone tell me what I am currently holding?
1: Um... Let's let's just go out into the sun so I can see yeah, sure, better. That right, yeah. right. torchlight's not helping very much. Right, okay. So she grabs you by your hand. You also feel as Valen's kind of like guiding you from behind. And Fenivir, they uh, they go out before you since the torchlight is being held. No, Valen's holding the torchlight, and he kind of goes out as you're like finishing the last sketches. He's not thinking about it.
0: All right. Oh, Uh, he'll uh, follow him out and uh suggest that the torch be put out.
1: He stamps on it, covers it with dirt. Um, meanwhile, Kelsey looks at the bottle that Charles Smoot had pulled out. It was 100% a bottle of alcohol.
0: Do so I got the right stuff, right? I'm, I'm just gonna get to, to chug and plug.
1: If I was a cruel person, I would say yes. Okay,
0: gonna put that back and grab the other thing. And Charles Smoot reaches back in and grabs out his water bottle. Clears his eyes, blinks, rubs them a little, and bada-bing-bada-boom after a period of time. Okay, look, guys, look, look around. See if you can, come on, Scooby gang. Look, around, look for clues. Maybe you can unmask this villain. What villain? What's the source of the power? I Is, don't is it know. the giant light in the sky? But
1: maybe it's the laboratory in the other location. Maybe it's the farmlands. But that's why I'm saying scout while I'm blind. Potatoes.
0: They power an entire city by potatoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we can always try and figure this out a bit later, but we should probably move. Maybe we can make our way to the lab or go towards the farmlands.
0: Is anyone else interested what exit could possibly mean when clearly the gate is marked to the west? Uh, uh, exit probably means up out of the caves. You see how we're in an underground cave system? I, I do see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it probably means up out to the surface.
1: They had to get here somewhere. Or somehow.
0: And install the gate originally before the gate could be here in the first place.
1: Unless aliens.
0: Oh, oh that's a good theory.
1: And I... the actual outer earth is just a crust of bread.
0: Oh, you lost it. Oh, okay. Um, Everyone, do we want to make our way to the bridge and start making our way to the laboratory? Sounds like a plan to me. I mean, Valen, if you're worried about payday, I'm sure a place labeled a laboratory is going to have a litany of very valuable things.
1: Right. Are you good, old man? Can you see now? Uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, thanks for your genuine concern for my health.
1: How many fingers am I holding up? He holds up the pinky. (laughs) That's one. All right. Fine.
0: How many am I holding up?
1: Two. That's a thumb.
0: That's a good boy, Valen. That's (laughs) a good boy.
1: I was educated.
0: Uh, I saw that immediately, too.
1: So, you gather yourselves once again and begin heading towards the east, towards the known location of the bridge. East. So, you're spending a point to travel. We are entering back into Hex. Um... I'm going to say, yeah, it was probably about, what, like an hour and a half that you guys spent here. So we'll take one point away from you guys. So you have nine total instead of 10.
0: But remember, this is the same day that we already traveled, recon mapped, traveled again. Yes,
1: I know. I'm saying, so your total is nine. You only can use nine this time because I took one away for your, for this. So this counts towards one. You feel as the rumbling grows slightly distant from where you are. Again, it occasionally seems to occur other times, it just, there's no movement. Can I tell the general
0: direction it's coming from?
1: Sure. East.
0: East? Really? Strange. Okay. My running theory was that the creature might like the farmland because there could be food there.
1: Or, now hear me out. This is a jungle, and there's food in other places.
0: That's crazy, bro.
1: Or, or, now hear me out here.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: It moves. Whoa! Based on random dice rolls. That
0: that would be wild.
1: And the more noise you make, the more likely it could find you.
0: Ooh, we should really collapse that tree or the thing to make a giant explosion. No, 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 no. <laughs> And then make it come to us out of interest. No, 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 no. no. Um,
1: out of interest, he interest. says. So, roll your perception checks. As you guys sure. are traveling once again.
0: Boom, 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 boom. Sixteen for Charles Smith, and twenty-four for Finn.
1: So, gentlemen, you make your way eastward from this village passing by some of these ringbots, as you kind of learned they're called. And you see that there are some of the signs that have been replaced, and they're now standing upright properly, as if somebody had put them back up.
0: But, not, not, surely you don't mean the place that we were before. Yeah. Is now changed in any way. Yeah. The sign, okay, I still have one of the signs.
1: Yeah. You have a sign.
0: Is there a new one in that one's
1: place? No. It okay. seems like some of the ones that you guys had gone around, picked up, and looked at, somebody had put them back. Not on the ground, but they'd actually like put them in the ground.
0: Okay. Are there lots of little spiders still roaming around? Are they waving at us, menacingly? No. There one, no. the one with the concussion?
1: <laughs> there is the one with the concussion. Um, you see that it wasn't able to climb back up to its normal <gasps> spot. The poor it's, baby! It's sitting on the ground...
0: Charles Smoot will walk up and try and help it.
1: Okay. Charles Smoot, you walk up and you attempt to pick this thing up.
0: Well, I, I, I hold out my hand and gesture upwards to the thing, trying to communicate in some rudimentary way.
1: It's Iris, like, seems to focus in on you. It doesn't move, though.
0: Charles Smoot tries to pick it up.
1: It's Iris turns red.
0: I mean, he's got it grabbed at this point. He tries to put it on its dock. There is no dock. What, what? Oh, it normally just sits up on the e any of the other ringbots coming after me.
1: You see slowly as other red lights begin to light up around the edge of the... Okay, okay, I, I, I understand.
0: And Charles Smith just sets it back down and begins to slowly walk away. Like, back up, like watching, making sure nothing's still charging at him.
1: The light fades away.
0: Let's try to help. Let's try to help, okay? I had to uh, leave the area.
1: Mr. Smith, I think it's a robot. I don't think it understands.
0: Listen, we were getting pretty far with a hyper-intelligent... Uh, AI here. I, I'm sure they could have, like, figured out I was trying to hate it.
1: Who's they? The people watching us? You think we're being watched? Somebody still lives down here. What,
0: what do you think the ringbots are? And what's a AI? Artificial intelligence. Oh, so like it's an acronym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah,
1: it means something that's not alive that, that is very smart.
0: Yep. Like robots. Like these things.
1: Like it's fake, but it re- it's real, but it's fake.
0: Like you know how that spider isn't a spider, but acts like one. But isn't it just a spider at that point? If I made a robot of you, is does that mean that that's now Finavir and you're not? I mean, is it as charismatic? What if it was? What if it was more charismatic? Oh, then maybe I would like to meet this robot.
1: Oh, that's frightening. I can't imagine something like Finavir existing. Oh, that's scary.
0: That was the million dollar question. If it is as smart as the creature that it is supposed to represent. Is it not in its entirety, technically, one of it? So it's real. We all agreed. Uh, No, no, not the slightest.
1: No, 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 it's real, but it's not sentient. Well, It's programmed, unless it's programmed to think for its, oh no, stop, we're going too deep.
0: The the, the spider, the the robot spiders probably can't reproduce, so it's definitely, I wouldn't classify it as a spider.
1: You guys have been walking away from the village at this point for like, this conversation goes on for like 15 minutes. But as you guys finally get closer towards the river, which you can hear very clearly now, you can see that there is a gorge It seems to go down about 30 feet, and off in the distance you see what appear to be the remains of a bridge. The gorge itself is about 20 feet across. You do notice that the bridge seems to extend out with what remains of it about 5 feet on one side.
0: Uh, how sturdy does that five feet look
1: you could attempt to roll a survival i believe would be reasonable is because there's no like engineering that makes sense Quentin, right. thoughts thoughts boys
0: so, sounds kosher to me i i would say it would probably either be a lore it, but he's not. It could
1: be anymore. a lore, see- lore seeker or survival.
0: From my understanding, if you have the specific lore that would accurately depict what you're trying to do, it's a lower a, DC. It's a lower DC, but you can use another lore that's close enough at a higher DC. That's my understanding of it.
1: So we can use we'll use survival as the skill.
0: All right. Oh Where yeah. Why going? am I tossing this regular it, dice? What is this backwards barbarism? We have the technology. Oh, Smoot's wanted to talk about barbarism. 21 for Charles Smoot. I guess he would be an expert. 21 for Charles Smoot's survival.
1: Okay, and what was Finn's?
0: 12 for Finn.
1: Finn, you're not exactly sure. You think it probably could hold weight without too much difficulty. Charles, you can tell definitely that this bridge, which seems to be mostly made of metal with some bits of wood on it, that it might be able to hold the weight of one person or one medium-sized creature, but you're not sure if it would survive past that you think there could be a chance that it might break
0: so probably jumping on it is not the best idea
1: the part that is extending over seems like that might break off but the parts that are connected like on the land might but, not. If,
0: but, but if i have to like say theoretically get a running start and then jump a gap probably not gonna like that awkward weight distribution so Theoretically, if we were to count that, there would be 15 feet to get across. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perhaps we could attach a rope to an arrow or uh, heavy enough material and latch it on on the other side and climb across. How fast, does, how fast does the water look like it's moving?
1: It looks like it is It is rushing.
0: I mean, guys, come on. We literally went through this on our secret trial. Maybe we could probably just swim across the river.
1: It's a 30 foot drop, though.
0: But we could climb down. We've climbed mountains. I I, I don't understand the question here.
1: I mean, I don't see any uh, areas to grab onto down there. It looks like it's pretty smooth.
0: We could use the rope and the pythons.
1: Fenevia's mostly right there. We could attempt to shoot an arrow, or one of us could try and jump to the other side, at the very least. And if if that person's holding onto the rope, if they fall in the water, then.
0: I mean, I'll I'll volunteer's tribute. All right. Um, how about let's meet in between? Um, we attach a rope to Smoot. Yep. And then Smoot tries to jump over. Yep. Yes. And if he fails, we will catch him all together. I, 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 I think, think that was the exactly idea. I think that's exactly what Valen just said.
1: Yeah, what? I, I tried. To, I, I'm sorry if I didn't verbalize that right. Um. All
0: right, well, game plan, guys. It doesn't matter whose idea it is. It was, uh, it was a collective.
1: We could always just try going further north and crossing at a, a better point. What? Uh, and further north and crossing at a point that's not as...
0: Do you think that exists? It could. Uh, and it could also not, and we could waste, like, hours of our day.
1: I mean, we're already, um,
0: do, do you want to get across the bridge? Not Look really. at his face. Look at his smooth face. I don't think he's backing down from this one. This? You know what this looks like? This in front of me? That looks like a challenge. We don't turn away from challenge.
1: Oh, okay.
0: My mother did not raise no coward.
1: Did not raise no coward...
0: Charles oh. Smoot begins tying a, a rope around his waist.
1: All right. Everyone else grabs hold of the other side of the rope. Mm-hmm. And Charles Smoot, you take a running start.
0: Yes, I do. And I'll begin to at jump. At least
1: 10 feet. And I think that is where we're going to end off. Oh, no,
0: you're so rude. I literally looked up how athletics checks were too and everything. Ha, rah, rah, rah.
1: And I think that is where we're going to end off on today's episode of The Gauge Chronicles.
0: Liter- always literal cliffhangers sometimes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we come back. Charles Smoot's just
0: dangling. <laughs> something went wrong.
1: <laughs> All right. So, uh, families, we'll definitely be seeing you next, next week on another episode. But we are so grateful that you joined us. And, um, hey, Vinavere, Charles Smoot, is there something that they should do to help us out here?
0: Oh, There's so many things that they can do to help us out. Um, we've uh, Finnever concocted this beautiful scheme where you give us money and we continue to make you laugh. Yes, uh, we call it Patreon.
1: Give us money and Norval will come back. Don't give us money, Norval dies. No,
0: Norval, this no, kid... wait, he's a bee. No, don't give us money. <laughs> no, no, please do like this. I seriously like this is basically emotional blackmail. I mean, you would have access to besides getting Norval back, um, bonus content, all kinds
1: of things, I think, right. Beautiful, bonus, deleted scenes. And bloopers. And lots of bloopers. Access to our GM notes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like reading a module. You could honestly run your own game of TGC if you were following directly along with the story, blow by blow.
0: <laughs> and nothing was ever derailed, ever.
1: Ever. It's not like I rewrote scenes. Okay, no, there are definitely some spoilers in the notes, but I gotta say, uh, you'll see so many things that went wrong so much.
0: Other than that, just make sure to follow us on social media at Roll Found on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a shout out. Plug us to your friends. Let everyone know that we exist because it is you guys and word of mouth that really gets us around. Plug your podcast and make your dog listen to it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So foundlings, all of those links are in our description below. If you click that link tree, it like pops up all of the beautiful links. If you don't know how to find us or you don't know how to share us, share that way. It's a really good way to do so. And as always, thank you to Michael Gelfi, Yvonne Dutch and Monument Studios for providing today's music and ambiance. Go and support them, guys. I put all of their beautiful links in the description. You can use their music in your stuff. They're amazing creators with great personalities. I love them. We love them. And, you know, that, that that's what I got to say there. So thank you so much, foundlings. We will see you in the future as Charles Smoot plummets probably to his death next, next week on The Gate Chronicles. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.